episode 74 of Bat and Spider. Uh, here we are once again. This uh, um, this week we're watching the shot on video Dracula movie from 1998 starring Bruce Glover. You wanted the best. You got it. Grugrox Dave says, that's a no from me, dog. I'm going to tell you right now, uh, Mm -hmm. while we still have tape left, we are going to run out of tape this episode. (laughs) It is a massive episode. (laughs) We got a lot to talk about. Jam-packed. So let's get right into it. Did yeah. you, Chuck, I mean, it's been a week since we talked. Mm-hmm. Anything up? Anything going on? Uh, not really. Did a little housework this weekend. Uh, yeah. It's cooling down here. It's getting yeah. to be that. Oh, Dale, actually, I went to the store a few hours ago, and there was that crisp smell in the air. There was You could smell some fires off in the distance. It, it, was, mm-hmm. it wasn't cold, but I was wearing my jean jacket outside. And oh god, fall fall is coming, Dale. That Halloween season is is uh-huh. so close. I can oh. taste it. Oh, dude, can't wait. It's the best feeling. You know, yeah. It's it's funny because at the beginning of September, it still feels like you know August thirty second, right? Yeah. But then all of a sudden you blink, and and two episodes and two episodes of Bat and Spider later, it's already it's the Halloween season officially. And mm-hmm. at some point in there, the transition has to be made. And I gotta say, I gotta get watching. I gotta get watching movies that I need to get in. I mean, I I need to watch the Halloween movies up until Halloween Kills. Oh God. Uh, yeah, today, yeah. I mean, rip us another day. Well, you were, you were not on the internet much today, um, because Luckily. I know you personally and I know that, uh, but man, I was dodging bullets left and right. My phone, you know, suggesting news stories about the Halloween kills trailer. Oh my God. God, no. People. Please people. Just try and keep it, keep it, keep it down a little bit. Yeah. Some of us want to go in fresh. It's tough. It's tough. Yeah. And uh, I was, I happened to find myself this weekend in, uh, right, I wasn't on the internet. Uh, I did take my family the other night to the movies um, to see Shang-Chi while we were away Mm. for the weekend. And there was a Halloween Kills teaser in front of (laughs) Shang-Chi. So my nine and 11 year old, I don't even know what they saw or what they were, what they, what, what they witnessed because I literally, Closed my eyes and covered my ears and started humming so loud I couldn't hear. Wow! I I saw you, one. You were so busy self censoring that you couldn't even censor it for your children. My kids are probably downstairs, wide awake right now, uh, wow. just worried to they don't want to fall asleep. You know what, Dale? Because of the monster in their closet. That those destructive things that just happened to your children. Blame I blame Jason Bloom of Bloomhouse. All on him. He owes you what, like five hundred thousand dollars now. That's. What, I'm glad you were putting a number to it because I was <laughs> I was trying to figure out how much I should put, but you're right. Uh, wow. The one time, but wait a second. I, Hang on, what? I worked in a movie theater. You're not supposed. Was it an R-rated trailer? Was it? Well, it's an R-rated I, movie. You're not supposed to be putting those on family films, and Shang Chi is. I mean. 
I would classify most Marvel movies as family films. We would have gotten in trouble. Like if I was the projectionist putting together Shang-Chi and I put Halloween trailer on it, I would have probably gotten in trouble. You know, I would have been mm-hmm. first time we played it. I've been dashing up there, ripping the film apart. <laughs> yeah. Hoping to God my boss didn't find out, you know. And it was a, you know, it was a 745 movie. So it wasn't a late night jobber. I don't know. And I know it was maybe only 30 seconds long. It wasn't as long as the other trailers. But no. I also know that it was a lifetime of me just la la lying to myself. <laughs> 30 seconds is a long time when you, when you're yeah. in a room, a dark room that is designed for you to just stare at the, the, the giant screen in right. front of you. Yeah. Just the, the audio just penetrating my, my hands, <laughs> yeah. and my eardrums. Um, I, I was going, I took, I was going to take the kids to Bush Gardens this weekend. Mm. Mm. Uh, they've never been. I haven't been since I was like 17 and Bush Gardens is, is decorated now for Halloween. So it's like howl a scream at Bush Gardens. So what do I do, Chuck? When I'm packing my clothes, mm-hmm. I pack nothing but Halloween shirts, Halloween related <laughs> shirts, yes. right? Okay. Yeah. Of course. Mm-hmm. That's what I do. Yeah. I, um, so I have my battens, my two batten spider shirts Perfect. and I have like, Big, loud, obnoxious, pentagram, Peter Pan, you know, uh, The Fog, and American Werewolf from London. And most of these I bought at the beginning of COVID and I have since probably put on 25 pounds of weight, let's be honest. Mm. So that like when I lift my arms up, my the bottom of my belly is obviously like peeking out. That Happens We're in that type of, of situation, yeah. right? So what happens after the you know we go to the bush gardens on friday afternoon it is dead as a doornail there thank god i mean i am all about dead ass parks you know what i mean yeah. that's that oh, is yeah. a gift but also after an afternoon of that we're all done with bush gardens there's nothing there's nothing for us to go back to see uh we i boarded one roller coaster with my with my family and the and it was it was game over after that i was done yeah. i i feel <laughs> Um, bait and switched into ha- like this family fun coaster and it was a rough ride the lady got off in front of me and she literally like puked over the, oh. the side of the uh, the exit bridge oh no so um, I was just down for the count and the kids aren't they're still too scared did to get you on say like anything snarky uh, when you got off and saw her like did you turn to the camera that no doubt is following you around and say something like that's gonna leave a mark you know i was probably gonna be like the cool one like yeah the jim halpert lady (laughs) just raise your eyebrows at the at the lens so anyway we're the rest of the time we don't need to go back to bush gardens i spent money on these you know fun cards that get us back in multiple times and we never see another lick of bush yeah. gardens and and then like every half hour at bush gardens there's this big announcement that says you know basically after 6 p.m get your kids out of here because it's going to be a nightmare and <laughs> they will crap themselves oh, so my God. kids took that to heart they were yeah. like racing to the exit at <laughs> 5 45 they did not want any parts of wow. bush gardens after that so i'm walking around colonial williamsburg <laughs> with like big loud tight halloween shirts for the rest of the weekend <laughs> We tried to go to a nice dinner last night and I have my Crypt Keepers coffin shirt on because like it's the yes. it's literally the least loud shirt that I pack. 
So we're walking to the back of the restaurant and I have like my son, like, like I'm, I'm holding onto his shoulders and I'm keeping him in front of me. So nobody sees the, the ghoul on your shirt. Yeah. It was just, uh, it was, you know, so shame on me for not packing anything else, but also I wanted to be a part of the Bush gardens. Yeah. 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 Was there a party that wanted to stay after hours? Oh yeah. Oh, definitely. I wanted to. I wanted to stay after hours, um, mm. but also, like, I was headed towards the exit, and there was just truckloads and truckloads of 22-year-olds and younger, but oh, the no. 22-year-olds were already lining up at, the like, the first bar at the park. <sighs> there was a huge, long line, so, it, you know, it was just going to be a nightmare with their, with their huge calf tattoos and their wristbands <laughs> and their beers, like... You know, it was hyped, it, hyped on Halloween, guys. Oh boy, let oh, me tell man. you. Yeah. How many beers can I drink this Halloween? Um, I don't think I've ever been. Have you ever been to one of those theme parks that changes into like a Halloween thing? I've never been to one ever. Neither have I. I've never been. Yeah, I don't know. Even I, when it was, even when I would have wanted to go as a as a late teen. Yeah, yeah. It, you know, it it never it always seemed like it would be like sanitary halloween fun yeah i i but i honestly god i i mean this bush bush gardens looked legit i yeah. uh, we were like riding a train around the park towards the exit and there was this if i had a legit camera it would have been the coolest picture but there was like this nondescript barn or building like on the train route but out was out of the building were walking like five or six or seven like robed figures it and it looked like the movie poster for halloween three like (laughs) these robed figures were like going off on their trick-or-treat adventure but they were like dis they were like leaving the building to go to their posts for the post 6 p.m wow like scarathon and i mean there was like on the way out it was probably 605 and there was like legit like funhouse people like sh- approaching screaming like scaring people through the fog and stuff it was kind of wild like i think it it would have been kind of a uh scary experience jump scare yeah, yeah. jump scare i get historically i get really like if i go to haunted attractions i get really into it like i i remember one time many years ago i went to one in pennsylvania it was a they had a bunch of different things, but one was a haunted corn walk, you know, where they, they mm-hmm. cut like a trail through the corn, cornfield. Yeah. Uh, this one had like guys with chainsaws who would pop out of the corn at you. And I was with a group of friends and the first guy who popped out, I was so hyped. Like, this was like the first time I was like really getting into horror movies and I was like, yes. And I just started screaming and I took off running. <laughs> And the guy with the chainsaw started chasing me, and it was uh, like it was awesome. It, I was so I, happy, I, the adrenaline. <laughs> right. Oh God, Dale. Have you ever been to Hershey Park? I've been to Hershey Park. Yeah. Like when you were younger, like when you were a teen. Yeah, teen. I was young. When you describing this, sorry, we were supposed to keep this short, but I know, right? That was my I keep fault. Thinking, my I keep, fault. I keep thinking of stuff to talk about. This. uh there was a weird, it wasn't a ride at Hershey Park that I remember when I was a kid that, do you remember this? It was like, it was just like a normal looking building 
you went in and there were just like tons of church pews that you sat in. Do you remember this at all? It was kind of by like Canyon River Rapids and um, Pistol Peach Shootout, like the water slides. And I think it was like some story was told to you over the over the loudspeakers and then they would cut the lights and then they'd come back, like different lights would come on and it, they did some optical illusion where you felt like you were upside down all Whoa. of a sudden. And I think you could see like skeletons in the room everywhere. And it was really terrifying. And I completely, it just like, if anyone remembers that at Hershey Park, like, am I making this up? But, cause it wasn't like a, it wasn't like a seasonal thing. It was just something they had all the time. It was very God. weird. I bet Jonesy would remember. I feel like he's been there a bunch. Yeah. Anyway. Wow. Um, God, do you have anything else to talk about? No, 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 no. Um, no. I, I mean, I, I could, I could talk all night on, not on <sighs> yeah. anything and nothing, Chuck, but we got, we don't we have that a, luxury. We got a movie to get to. Yeah. Let's get into it. Let's get into a little something from 1998 called Die Hard Dracula. Directed by Peter Horak, who I think also goes by Pavel. In the year 1577, a Romanian hero, Vlad Dracul, the Impaler, drove the Turkish armies out of Transylvania on the point of spikes. began to use this punishment on all of his enemies. He even impaled Saxon merchants who then sat down to a meal of raw meat as his dinner. He became one of the bloodiest rulers in the world, and when he died in the year of 1599, he was buried in a well-preserved wooden casket in the cellar of a castle in the town of Brasov. The poor Romanian people were cursed because of him. They suffered hunger and horrible sickness, including the bubonic plague. For 300 years after his death, they suffered until they could stand no more. This movie's, you know, it's your basic, hey, I I raised a little bit of money, um, not enough to shoot film, so we're going to shoot this sucker on videotape. I'm going to get a handsome young guy who kind of looks like Rob Liefeld. Uh, I'm going to get Crispin Glover's dad, Bruce Glover, who's an actor in his own right to play Van Helsing. I'm going to get three different dudes to play Dracula. Inspired choice, by the way, I think. And I'm going to make this movie set in Eastern Europe. Mostly shot in California, as far as I could tell. Um, and it's going to be half serious, but half really funny. Um, and maybe <laughs> unintentionally, the things I thought were serious were funny. And the things that I thought were trying to be funny weren't as funny as I thought they were going to be. Does that make sense? 
I like that. Deal. I like the way you put that. How's this description yeah. going? It's going great, huh? Yeah. Uh, but this is Die Hard Dracula, Dale. This is... I'm just going to... I can't... I've been holding in my excitement all week long. I watched this... I watched this movie, Dale. I was howling with laughter <laughs> and delight. Yeah. Um, Good. I know it's tough. I know... I know it's... T- Look, it's always a gamble putting on an SOV movie. I mean, I I tried to watch this one two months ago. Turned it off 10 minutes in. I get it. Sometimes they just don't work for us. But this yeah. one, Dale, this one entertained me the whole hour and 28 minutes. I did not get bored. I <laughs> I honestly was having a blast. I was right there yeah. with them. Good. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I have to say... You you nailed you succinctly nailed the the feeling I got too the the parts that I think were so slapstick and tongue in cheek it uh the fact that it it never was really as funny as they wanted it to be made it funnier oh yeah for sure so yes. and I think uh I think part of that part of th- part of it seemed like it was performance art or something right like. Bruce and the crew were like, they knew without, without even saying they knew how it was going to hit, but like the slapstick wasn't slap. It wasn't funny to be slapstick, but that's what was funny. Oh yeah. 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 And and did you notice Bruce got, there's uh he got a, an extra special credit, like halfway through the, the end credits that said, <laughs> it said additional dialogue and. I think like story ideas or something, Bruce Glover. So just, I mean, he, I mean, he also had a producer credit, so I feel like, man, he got on set and he fucking, he's like, look, I'm the professional here. (laughs) Right. I'm going to punch this production up a a couple notches. Right. And I got to say, like, I, I don't know for sure, but I like all that stuff, like the relationship that uh, Van Helsing forms with the, the young guy, yeah. They're sort of like almost Abbott and Costello Keystone Cops routine they were trying to do. Genius. <laughs> yes. And I want to, I, s- I like, got yeah. in my heart of hearts, that was all Bruce Glover. Like he was like, oh, you know, we got to, we got to punch this up with some comedy. So I'm going to make this a funny relationship where I'm, I'm the vampire hunter. But when I get in front of a vampire, I make the kid do all this stuff because I'm actually really scared, you know? <laughs> Genius, genius level. Yeah, G- and and genius level to the point where I think only true people with a critiquing sort of sensibility could argue against that, right? Yeah. Like they could say, just say, no, it's clearly just base level garbage acting and humor. But to us that may not know any better, and and to them maybe it's genius level too. But will to us it's just genius level because how could it be any different, right? Yeah. It's just the. It's just everything was delivered like, in a very uncomfortably like, you know, right. Uh, but not as not as try hard as as like mock videos you would see nowadays where oh, yeah, they're no. trying hard to be ironic. No, they. I think that's the. I think that was a ref, was a refreshing about this one was that, like, it wasn't like they were trying to make a scary Dracula movie. I think they knew. I think they were really going for goofiness, like, you yeah, know. Um, I agree. Uh, I mean, uh, okay, let, let's let's get into a little bit. 
the I I the first what is it like twenty minutes of this movie I think are just gold. Like they hit you. You know, I'm I keep comparing it to this other movie, which will re- re- remain nameless, only because it's a SOV movie. But it, you know, it starts off with like a funeral and people sitting around talking, and it's just it was so dull. But this. How does this start? Uh, it starts <laughs> um, with the flying coffin, I think, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the flying coffin because Andracula's just sick of hearing like prayer. Yeah, yeah, and we can hear Dracula <laughs> talking in the coffin while it flies out of the church. Rostaram vas shekni nakusi. No more praying. Three hundred years I have listened to this awful praying, crying, and bullshit. I can stand it no more. The dub and the the dialogue is so important in this movie because that explains so much of what you're... Oh, yeah. Otherwise, you would just be like, what? Why is this coffin flying through the sky? Why is Dracula punching through the coffin and grabbing this guy by the throat? And there's almost like all the... Like, there's three actors playing Dracula, but they have another actor doing all the dialogue for Dracula. And... It, it just hit me. It's almost like those old Popeye cartoons, the way Dracula's dialogue ran, because it was almost like he was just like mm-hmm. constantly muttering to himself, like especially when he <laughs> yeah. was flying around in that coffin. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's good, because Popeye's always like, that's right, my God, because, yeah, Popeye's just always muttering to himself. That's, yeah, he's like, yeah. He's barely talking. But... God, oh, and the first Dracula we see is Fat Dracula. I'll just say it, Dale. How about that? Were you prepared for that guy? No, I was like, is this the same guy that just flew out of the... <laughs> is this Vlad the Impaler? <laughs> he was not... He, he, Yeah, that coffin was filled with little Debbies or something. <laughs> um, And then... And then we're going to cut to America. Look, if that wasn't enough, we're going to cut to America and we're going to have some young people water skiing to some awesome music that's going to end in a horrible death of a girl water skiing (laughs) she i like how she just disappeared into the water it was great but but her boyfriend just julia julia and then dale you've been on boats right the move that those two guys do like i think they cut the engine it's like a speedboat because they're water skiing but they both jump off the boat to look for Julia, uh, who drowned. And that right. boat is still moving, Dale. <laughs> and it yeah, goes they, off I mean, it goes off frame while they're swimming the other way. And I yeah. that's all I could think about. Yeah, it was uh it was it was hilarious how they, they literally just cut the engine and do like <laughs> forward momentum is still happening. Yeah. They dive in. <laughs> who knows what the, the boat is? The you know, who knows what kind of it, production costs this movie could incur. <laughs> If anything happens to that, and I, I like how they explained how she drowns because she refuses to wear the life jacket and she calls the guy a geek, <laughs> yeah. a safety geek, safety geek. Like, yeah. like my God, 
That's harsh. And then, and then after, after they jump in the water, they hard cut to the boyfriend having dinner with his parents, consoling him, saying it's not his fault. You warned her to wear the life guard, the life preserver. <laughs> yeah. And then hard yeah. cut out of that. He's standing in the backyard having a you know a nice moment, tender moment with his dad, shooting star in the sky. And I think they steal a line from E.T. He says, like, I wish, I wish. Um God. And then and then cut back to Europe. Uh, a totally separate girl is being buried by her family. <laughs> and the meteor yeah. that we just saw hits her coffin. Lands right on right, lands right on right on top of it, disappears. The meteor disappears into thin air. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then we hear the girl pounding on the coffin. Her dad jumps down there. Yeah. Rips off the lid. She's back alive. Unreal. Right. And the uh, mortician says, it's a, th- it's a good thing I didn't embalm her yesterday. God. God. I was, oh, I was so happy at that line. Right. right. Because how many people would have been like, that That was Bruce Glover. Like, we need to we need to have yeah. a line saying that she wasn't embalmed. Oh, oh, she's alive. It's a good thing Ivan didn't have her embalmed. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Danny, Danny. Oh, oh my God. Oh. What happened? That was like, uh, what do they call that? Uh, after like, they need to do sh- more shoots for the production. What do they call that? Reshoots? Yeah, something like that. It's like just two guys on a on a hillside. Pickups. Pickups. Yeah, they had, they had to do pickups, Chuck. Yeah. <laughs> and then we move into the part of the movie that's like, um, I, I in my mind, the, the one of the producers got money from the uh, uh uh like the uh, an um, uh an embassy or something to do like they got like tourism money to sh- go to oh, prague yeah. and shoot a bunch of video <laughs> cuz it yeah. was like it was like a commercial for prague yeah uh all the yeah. sights and sounds and the the spooky church with the the skulls and we have our boyfriend who <laughs> like his girlfriend dies and his mom and dad are like hey do you ever go to eastern europe you know you're young <laughs> You just graduated. Yeah, it's, it's, I, I see. The thing is, I appreciate. Like, you can take all this madness because this movie move. This, especially yeah. the first like half, it is moving. It's yes. not like boring you with people sitting around talking. Like, it's just like it's got these ideas and it's just flashing through them. I loved it. Yeah, the first forty five minutes are a ton of story is happening. Mm-hmm. And do you think this guy graduated college or high school? <sighs> I mean, college, but they didn't really say. I mean, I, I, I gotta be guess. It's gotta be, yeah. If he's cruising around in in Lake Tahoe or wherever that was, I know. I was so I was like, if this guy just graduated high school and he's Mm. like, he knows his way around a boat. Yeah, I was so I was irate. I was like, when (laughs) when I graduated high school, I like drained my savings bonds over a summer so I could go to the movies three times a week. And this guy's like boating. Yeah, yeah. With his bud, this guy's boating with a bud. Probably access to women and beer and alcohol. I and what what? Like it's it's like the Pam and Tommy Lee tape. Look, look me yeah. in the eyes. You know, <laughs> Chuck. Brother. Half that, half that tape is a life. Look, never mind the what we're all watching that for. It's them on a boat, like a life that like I don't living. understand and never, yeah. probably will. 
uh, yeah, it, it's, I don't know. It's that boat life. It's, it's, it's another level <laughs> where, you know, you're not just spending all your savings bonds on no. movies, Mm-mm. you know, you're but making yeah. movies. Um, exactly. <laughs> um, but I, I like, so we mentioned the first half of the movie moves extremely fast yeah. and then Van Helsing comes on board. What I liked about this now, now the movie drags on at basically several attempts at Helsing, Van Helsing trying to uh, fight Dracula yeah. uh, in several attempts. What I liked about it was it was very throwbackish to something like Captain Kronos where Kronos has to test the metal of his enemy, right? Yeah. He has to test what Dracula's capable of. And that's, I, I really liked that because, you know, it seems a little goofy for somebody who suffers through this without an open mind, right? But yeah. how many other Dracula movies in, invent their own rules for Dracula? Uh, so, like, who are we to be angry at this movie to ignore the rules of a Dracula? Because just because it's, like, low budget and shot on video, are we are we to begrudge it for making up its own rules for, for Dracula? No, I. I yeah. mean, I when when I I feel like I I've started to, when I watch these super low budget movies, I I give them a lot more rope than I would, um, you know, than say something made by Disney or you know Fox or whatever, you know, um, because it's just such a it's a totally different, you know, you get no money and they're just trying to make this thing, and I just like yeah, anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, they don't really do much. They make, they, they let Dracula walk around during the day, but he's, his powers are not as good. Um, and I, you know, I like, it's silly that they had three actors playing Dracula, but I thought it worked, especially coming off of like, uh, uh, Francis Ford Coppola's Dracula, where he transforms so much in that movie that right. I was like, oh, you know, it makes sense that he has all these like crazy different forms. I know. Uh, and you know, the they probably could have thrown a line in there saying, you know, talking about his transformation abilities, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. I didn't need it. I was happy with it. doesn't matter to me. I mean, I'm glad there was some explanation. that says basically Dracula gets fat and swollen. If he doesn't have a meal, like he, yeah. his fat fingers, his fat, disgusting. Was that a fat suit or was that a, somebody's fat hands? No, Those fingers that were was a big fat. man. That was a big man. Yeah. It was like bomber. I think they did. And how about the one, the one Dracula who had like the bat face? Like, did they yeah. steal that from Francis Ford Coppola's Dracula? I like that. Do you think they stole the mold and like made, <laughs> made one? It looked Hell very yeah. similar. I should do Hell some yeah. screen comparisons. Uh, God. Yeah. And there's, a, there's like love stories. There's, I loved all the guys in, what was the town? I wrote it down. Dubova was the name of this. Dubova. Okay, place. that's I'm Dubova. Glad you wrote it down. <laughs> yeah, they show the. I couldn't tell what they were saying because of their shitty accents, but yeah, I mean shitty because like, shitty. They were California. California. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone was laying on thick, uh, but they show a sign like the sign uh, with the name on it. One time, I was like, oh, okay, Dubova. Yeah. But they have like the inn. 
where all the action takes place and all like the townsmen just sit there drinking all day. I loved oh at first I was like, okay, here comes the boring part of the movie. They're going to spend most of the time in this inn, which they kind of do, but I love, but it was great. It worked fantastic. Like oh, dude. everyone was a character. Uh, the, the, the dentist who like, uh, he kind of stuttered and he couldn't get his words out. There was the, <laughs> the owner of the inn who looked like, he looked like a high school football coach with a like yeah. thick accent. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he looked like a boat dad. Yeah, I mean, he oh, was, totally. He looked like he that could, was his he boat. Had, yeah, he would have his like sunglasses on the back of his head upside down when he's mm-hmm. uh, like uh, <laughs> like Mark Harmon in summer school. Yeah, and we get you know this is when uh, the priest, the town priest, is in there shooting the shit, and he starts talking about Van Helsing, the greatest vampire hunter. We got to get him to take care of this Dracula problem. <laughs> and this is when Bruce Glover just shows up. Uh, yeah. Boy, if he doesn't, I don't. I don't even think they sent for him. No, no, he just started talking about him, and he showed up at the door. <laughs> yeah, I love it. And the the father was just—he was like, "How did you know?" I am always in a hurry when it comes to vampires. This was like one funny mess up where they—he was supposed to be like appearing and reappearing in different places in the room. <laughs> yeah. But they literally show him just walking to the other side of the room. <laughs> and everybody's like, hey, where did he go? And he's like, yeah. another illusion from the trickster, Van Helsing. I like, he, I, 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 I love, he called, he so proud that he called himself a trickster. Not in any other part time in the movie is he a trickster. Yeah. He's not, he's not a master magician. He's not an illusionist. Yep, he's a trickster. And I loved my favorite thing that they would do was they would use line they would use words like trickster like in like the same sentence twice. Loved it. Loved it. Oh, like yeah. you you're not supposed to do that. Sounds silly, but man. No. God bless them. How about um Van Helsing saying my boy? <laughs> you don't know my boy. Dracula is different, my boy. We must learn the ways, my boy. Wow. If you're not supposed to use uh, the same word over and over again, man, Bruce Glover's just like, I, I understand why he wanted to call him my boy is like his apprentice. Yeah. Yeah. My ward. Uh, <laughs> you know. How about when he, when Van Helsing uh, shows everyone the tools of a vampire killer? <laughs> Churches. Bibles. <laughs> This guide. <laughs> the God. Daylight. The horse. The church. The crucifix. The Bible. The pointed wooden stake. Fire. Garlic. These are things the vampire does not like. How do you know, Doctor? Because I have studied them. And the comedy in this. I mean, to have Dracula just come to the inn... And order a bloody steak. <laughs> and these guys just sizing him up. Uh, Bruce walks, you know, walks over. He's like, oh, I couldn't help but over here. You ordered a bloody rare steak. A man after my own heart. Right. <laughs> and that track is like, that does sound good <laughs> right now. Yeah. Oh, God. I like, I, I mean, 
I've never, I, I clenched my fist so hard I had like fingernail imprints in my hand <laughs> when I just, the, the phrase bloody rare just <laughs> yes. didn't, doesn't exist. It's not a phrase that you order. It's either blood red yeah. or rare. And they said not it like five times. Rare. They did. And it's like the bloody rare. If I, if there was like, a, you know, there's, you know, there's the guy who works at the steakhouse and he's worked there for 25 years. It's a family run steakhouse. And this is like the top waiter, right? Mm-hmm. You ask him, he'd say, no, nobody on planet ever says bloody rare. And no. I know I have dealt with people who've uh, ordered blood red or rare steaks. Yeah. You know? And then, I mean, uh, and then they, they show me eating this steak and it's, they, insert those 80 yard sucking sounds which they use several more times like whenever dracula's yeah. sucking on a neck it's like and, uh, it's like they uh, they put the adr guy like i mean, up to an orange and they, it does all the like dialogue not done uh, uh on location sounds like it's like a guy it sounds like us like pressing right. our lips against our microphones like that's how they did it like in every scene yeah. it sounds insane yeah it um, does it's it's absurd <laughs> It's absurd, and it's and and the way he just animalistically bit into that prime rib. <laughs> yeah, and they had it blood was just gushing out of his mouth. Yeah, oh my god, <laughs> my god, the things you do for for the shot, right? You got to get the shot. I feel bad how much I like this movie. I mean, I could literally talk about every scene, and I'm it's, sorry that some people didn't like it. I mean, I yeah. I get it. I get it. I totally get it. I get how you could just be repelled by everything in this but I, I had a blast um i'm i'm with you i you know and maybe it's it's just us and the show right truck but we're yeah. but we're trying to see if we can you know if we can watch things and and pull out the goodness in it you know it's it stands a chance that Die Hard dracula is is much of the same there was there was a time there was a a part of me, there was a time in my life when I was gone. And no, there's a time in my life when I would have never paid attention or gave this movie the time of day. Yeah. But there is value within, and this is 1998 and they're still doing it. They, they were still doing it like this, like, but with, um, some computer editing, you know, Somebody had a computer somewhere around there oh, in yeah. 1998 to help them with their uh, editing of this, which is uh, incredible. Yeah, and they, I mean, there was some CGI, like the opening title had CGI mm-hmm. credits and the uh, coffin, the one, the flying coffin, the one scene, it's, uh, it was put in there, the computers. Oh, yeah, and Dracula transforms, I think, one time. Oh, and w- remember when Dracula pops out of the water and he's completely dry? Do you remember that? And it's <laughs> like- it, they just did like a blue screen thing. That was awesome. <laughs> oh my god! I love everything. Um, everything that was inside of Castle Dracula was like, <gasps> like the uh, like the shitty haunted ride in Wildwood, New Jersey, brick wall. <laughs> the like brick, it's just the hand painted brick walls were just hand painted brick awesome. wall, like a like a high school production of of something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Beautiful. That's how you do it. 
And I wanted to see, I wanted the camera to pull back because every time, you know, like Dracula is playing his violin, he's standing at that open, <laughs> like two by four framed out window, but yeah. there's no, like, I wanted to see the rest of what was going on. Like, is it just that wall with yeah. that window up top there? I know. It was, it was great. It was I great. Would, I mean, it's, yeah. it's creative and, and I bet you they had fun doing it. And like, this is, I tell you, if we ever tried to do anything, this is what we would do. This is what it would be. Yeah, but you know? I don't know. I mean, it, the thing about this thing is that it's, I was, I was expecting to be way more bored at times. Like, the thing about this one, it's, I was just entertained. Like, it's not like video violence or some of the other ones we watched where there's parts that are just like, uh, you know, you're, I mean, I mean, at least in my experience, it sounds like you maybe the end drug drug a little bit, and but for me, I was just like, I'm in, like, yeah, I don't know, I, uh, something about its pace and its mm-hmm. comedy, just like I was like, okay, like I'm in, <laughs> like you, yeah. won me over so quick that I'm ready. Yeah, I mean, I was, I, 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 I enjoyed the movie. I thoroughly enjoyed the movie. I think when I talked about the Captain Kronos and and mm-hmm. Van Helsing testing the metal of Dracula, and they tried several attempts at you know seeing how they could best him, and they didn't. But you know, at, at like six, the sixth attempt of Van Helsing attempting <laughs> yeah, to yeah, assassinate yeah, yeah, yeah. Dracula, it's like <laughs> Dracula. Just kill him. Just come out of your castle and kill him. Don't stand there and take the the flaming arrow shot to the chest. Just go out there. Just shoot, you know. And it's like, I could see, I was like, oh, I see what they're doing the third or fourth time. But at the yeah. sixth or seventh time, it's like, yeah, 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 the, yeah. the last half of the movie is just like the next scene of that. It's like Wiley e. Coyote and Roadrunner. And maybe that's what it was supposed to be. It might be like genius level. You know, who knows? Yeah. I love when they first show up at the cat. They just walk in. And they interrupt Dracula and his wife, like playing piano. Yeah. <laughs> just like, yeah. Oh, uh, they're like, yeah. what are you doing in my castle? <laughs> they're like, we're looking for the uh, the town's girl that, yeah, you probably have in a coffin in the basement. <laughs> yeah, Dracula's <laughs> like, you could search the castle if you want. Like, what? What? Yeah, yeah. What's yeah. that? What is it that was like, well, while you're here, go ahead, search the right. castle. <laughs> you, you'll find she's not here. And he oh, just okay, lets him yeah. walk her out, walk out the room. It's insane. This is the aged, aged, aged Dracula. How about when Dracula calls up the dentist to make an appointment? Oh my, I know, right? Wow. <laughs> wow. And oh I mean, God. Van Helsing just happens to be there with the dentist and he's like, he's like, do me a favor. When he comes in, I want you to make a mistake. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Which he got that dentist murdered and he I, it, didn't feel bad. That's the first thing I thought about. Yeah. He he told that dentist to rip out Dracula's fang and deal with the consequences himself. Like, he still is, I mean, it, at this point, it's confirmed. It's a confirmed vampire. <laughs> yeah, everyone knows. <laughs> like, the dentist knows. The dentist I love knows, it. and he still the pulls the fang out, dummy. I love how the dentist is laying dead on the, the dentist chair, and he's got the, he still has the pliers with the fang in it just sitting yeah. on his chest for the police to find <laughs> yeah, I know. like dracula didn't want his tooth back i guess i don't know i know at least to but take it they wrap then- they wrap that loose end up because like next scene dracula's talking about his tooth finally grew back yeah <laughs> it's like finally one scene later 
Yeah, finally. Yeah, it's, been like, it's been eight hours. <laughs> yeah. Curry's back. <laughs> I like how they show the one puncture wound on his neck, on the dentist's neck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this movie e- ends amazingly. I Again, this movie impressed me. I thought we were going to get a dumb, normal mm-hmm. ending. The good guys win. And they give you that, but then they take it away from you. <laughs> yeah. And, and it ends with... Everyone has been turned into vampires and they're just dancing in the castle and having a gay old time and it's great. Yep. That's it. Fantastic. That's that's what happens. Uh, the 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 spring breaker, the high school, the college grad is yeah. is now, you know, it's that whole storyline is just so out there for this movie, but he's with <laughs> he's with this new Barovian girl or a Drovian girl who looks just like yeah. his old girlfriend. Um, who could come back from the dead and they're together mm-hmm. and they're vampires and they're just having a gay old time together. Yeah. The five I mean, that, of them. That whole thing is taken right from Dracula too. Like, cause isn't that the thing in the original Dracula where Dracula's obsessed with Mina who looks like his, his previous, you know, his dead wife oh, from yeah. hundreds of years ago. So I think that's what they were like trying. They were like doing the reverse of that. All right, that's it. You gotta, you gotta, you're gonna have to pull me off, kicking and Man, screaming. I, I love you this took... movie. I don't know. Yeah, just your copious notes written on post-its uh, verify the fact. But we gotta get out. We gotta get out of this. We got a hard out because we got a hard somebody's out. Somebody's birthday. <laughs> if uh, the people want to leave us feedback, how would they do that, Dale? They want to do that. They could send their emails or voicemails to batandspiderpod at gmail.com or they could call the official Bat and Spider hotline at 315-544-0966. We got got a stable full tonight, they say, as they say. Mm. Stable full. All right. First up is uh, from our good friend Art. Nice. Hey there, Chuck and Dale. I caught up with Hercules and the Haunted World. Fun watch. Not the best Bava yet, but good enough to keep going. How about Theseus in this movie? Supposed Greek hero, but manages to get captured by that monster made of rock and silly putty. Not just captured, but somehow also tied up by him, even though the creature had no hands or fingers to speak of. <laughs> Theseus, more like Polesius. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> get out of here. I believe the word Chuck was searching for to describe Theseus was Lothario. Total horn dog, <laughs> yes. that guy. Anywho, yeah, love you both and love the show. Cheers, Art. Thanks, Art. Thanks, Art. Yeah. Uh down with Theseus. He was no he was Yeah, man. I don't know. Not the best of friends. He kinda just mucked everything up. Damsel in distress, that guy. Yeah. See how skinny his arms were too, next to Hercules? Twigs. Yeah. What was he gonna do? Yeah. He's gonna traverse that 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 rope over the lava. Give me a break. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. You know. Next. Uh next up, a nacho anxiety. It's the subject. Mm. From our friend Catcher. Mm. Hey Chuck and Dale. Like Chuck, movie theater nachos are my favorite theater yes. snack. Yes. That cheese which is likely one chemical process away from being an industrial-grade garbage bag, is such a joy to snack on and reminds me of childhood. 
The only real downside is the stress anxiety created from the low level math problem of how much cheese should each chip get should each chip get when it's dipped. If you dip too cautiously, you're left with an abundance of cheese sauce with no nachos to dip and the knowledge that your nacho journey could have been so much more. But if you get too greedy with the dip early on, you're left with a bunch of dry chips that transform your mouth into the Sahara Desert or you're left with a noisy tray of nachos that you need to sneakily place somewhere below that you know inevitably step on during a quiet moment in the film <laughs> and cause a scene. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Love the show. Catcher. Catcher. And I mean, what, what else? Yeah, oh, there's nothing left to say. I mean, he hit all the points of how, you know, the, the, the trials of eating movie theater nachos in the dark. I will say, I remember there was a time... I forget what theater I used to frequent, but there was a time where they would just hand out those cheese cups. Like they'd be like, Hey, you want another cheese cup? Like they weren't even worried about charging you. Wow. And I was like, yeah, okay, I'll take another one. But that just threw off the ratio even more. I mean, you got a limited amount of chips there. It's, it's wild. It's a wild wild. situation. Maybe they recognized you as like fellow theater projectionists. Fellow mm. theater work in, like in the union of theater workers. Oh God! I uh-huh. wish. I wish. Maybe that's what it was, Chuck. Maybe. Maybe they had a hidden mm. camera on me, and they they knew when I was running out of chips, I was going to dip my finger in that cheese cup. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> lick, they know. lick my own finger. That yellow <laughs> well, cheese. What else are you going to do with it? Yeah, I'm probably up on YouTube somewhere. Look at this idiot. I know. Going for it. <laughs> this idiot going for it. Next up, uh, Tim Hamilton. Nice. Audio file attached. Recording from the Comedy Store, September 17th, ni- 2021. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, yeah, hey. I hear it's Dale's birthday. Dale's a uh, good friend of mine I've never met. Thank you. Yeah, but he's 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 a good guy, and, and uh, you know I talked to Dale once, and uh, he had these Portuguese swearing fish, and they were just like, yeah, I know they were like uh, they were saying f word, the s this f that, everything you can think of. Yeah, I know. And I said, Dale, why do you have these these uh, Portuguese swearing fish? They're they're terrible. And he's like, well, I wanted the Portuguese swearing parrots, but uh, parrots can't swim. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. So anyway, uh, but I want to wish Dale happy birthday. Uh, uh, and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm on vacation. I'm on a little comedy tour, like if you can call it that. Yeah, I know. And uh, I'll be here at the, the comedy store all week if you want to come by and see me. Uh, Gallagher will be here smashing uh, uh, watermelons next week, yes. And uh, Emo Phillips, he'll also be here and he'll also be smashing Ooh. watermelons. So, yeah, I know. Okay. Anyway, happy birthday to Dale. Uh, uh, I got to watch their next movie, uh, Life on Videotape. Uh, yeah. All right. <laughs> Happy birthday. Talk to you soon. Oh, wow. as a Hall of Famer a voicemail. <laughs> the audio, the details in there. I felt like I was there. 
I can't believe he got up on stage and he re- he recorded that audio right from the mix board. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was a board recording for sure. Um. Wow. <laughs> Thank you, Tim Hamilton. Can I just say my favorite part was when he would say, "I know." Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> oh man, check wow. him out. And- Instagram, uh, TJ Hamilton. Uh, he's got a Patreon. He's got Gumroad. King. King. God, thank you, Tim. That's Artist so King. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Dale. Happy birthday to you. I love you, big guy. This is from Quarry in Austin, Texas. Happy birthday. Aw, oh, that's sweet. Corey. Love you, pal. Uh, next up, hi, Dale. You knew this was going to happen. You can't stop us. You must feel the birthday cringe, too. From Marcy. <laughs> Marcy! Aww. Thank you. Hey, guys. It's Marcy. I'm calling in because we know why. Um, It's a certain host's birthday, and it's clearly not Chuck's because that was last week. So... Happy birthday, Dale. Um, you know what's coming now. And it's just like last week uh, where you had to sit there and watch uh, Chuck cringe with each birthday message. So now it's your turn to wear the birthday cone of shame. Um, hope you have a great day, Dale. You're awesome. We love you. And thank you for all that you do. And uh, hopefully this isn't too uh, painful for you to have to sit through this week. <laughs> okay. Have a great day. Bye. Amazing. Shocks Marcy. Thank you, Marcy. Sheesh. Sheesh. She's like, Marcy's like the gatekeeper. Like, what lies beyond this? This, yeah, we're prepared. going into the unknown now. She's like a uh, Madame Leota in the, in the, uh, <laughs> like the crystal ball at the beginning of Haunted Mansion. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Dale underscore A. Happy birthday to you. Cha-cha-cha. Who was that? I don't who know who that? that was. What? Is that a mystery caller? Oh my gosh. Wow, that's sweet. Whoever that was, thank you. Mystery caller. That was very sweet. Here we go. Next up, here's one that doesn't, uh, this is probably not about my birthday. Hello, this is Dirk. Dirk, feel good calling mm. in. Dia, Dracula. How about that bit when he's crawling through the air vents and he's got glass in his feet and he's on his walkie-talkie and he goes, Yep, the guy, yay! Happy nope. birthday, Dale! <laughs> yes, happy birthday, Dale, to the OG Silver Fox, the podcast mm. bad boy and the man who has single-handedly legitimized buying softcore pornography DVDs as a hobby. <laughs> mm, thanks for that one, Dale. Okay. I've never felt such a kinship with a person as I did when the two of you were on the Synonauts podcast talking about the brood. And Dale lamented on the line about how he just hopes he hasn't messed up his kids. And he said, I think this every single day. And Dale, <laughs> I'm right there with you. But today... Is your birthday? Why not celebrate with a victory brewing hop devil and just take wow. yourself off to your own private 
space. And have a really nice time. Love you. Bye. Oh, wow. Dirk. Gosh. Thanks, Dirk. That, that, thank you. That really, yeah. Thanks. So to know that that stuck with you about the brood. Uh, yeah. Thank you. That, that's, that was very special for you to say. I still think about it every day. Hi, guys. It's Jim. Just calling to wish Dale a very, very happy birthday. Hope that the underscore A family treats them well. And Die Hard Dracula. Yeah, that was something. <laughs> feeling I'm not going to enjoy that one as much as everyone else did. Thanks, as always, for all your good work, guys. Really appreciate it. Bye-bye. Was that iTunes? iTunes? Uh, that was iTunes, yeah. Jim Connick. Wow. Is that the first uh, real voice we've heard? I think we, we've heard from him months and months ago, last okay, year. Right. Last year. What an amazing uh, voice. Wow. Yeah, it does. Loved Man. it. Thank you, Jim. Very sweet of you. And uh, yeah, Jim's very serious in his movie watching. So yeah, no, I'm just kidding about that. <laughs> <laughs> no, Jim is like, he's a tripper. He watches everything. Yeah, man. He gets his hands some. dirty. He gets his hands dirty with some shit. It's pro- these are probably all second watches for him, to be honest. And he doesn't, the nice thing is Jim doesn't rub it in your face either. Yeah, that's right. Love what you love. Next up, another one from Catcher. Hey, boys. I realize now that this will be two letters in the same week, so I'm sorry for holding up this train, but I was interested in hearing either of your takes on Malignant. Uh oh. I know Chuck has seen it, but I wasn't sure about Dale. No wrong answers here. Love you, Catcher. Uh, in the spirit of keeping things positive for Dale's birthday, uh, I'm not going to say, you can go read my letterbox review. How about that? Right. Right. That's <laughs> Dale, true. Yeah, I don't think you've watched it yet, have you? I haven't watched it yet, but I have to say, um, I have to say that I know, I know everybody should see it for their own take, but this is one of this movie is either a one star movie or a five star movie. There's literally no in between. And some people, I, some people are on one side and some people are on the other side. That's all I know. And I got to tell you, it makes me interested to to uh, to have my own take on it. Yeah, it's wow. almost like Die Hard Dracula. You know, I feel like people are coming down mm-hmm. on one side or the other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, exact, yeah. Right. Yeah. But, uh, I, I mean, I don't know. I, honestly, who knows when I don't get time. <laughs> Catcher, we can we can talk uh, off off the air uh, and get into it if you want to. I don't even know if I want to. I'm exhausted by it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next up. <clears throat> New voicemail from Unknown Caller. This Ooh. is exciting. It's Bruce Glover. <clears throat> oh my god. Happy birthday, Dale. It's been a long time since I got a detail in person, Dale. I'm very glad that we got connected on Facebook. I do remember playing with you as a youngster. I was. Here it comes, buddy. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Dale. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Janet. Look forward to seeing you again in the flesh soon. Uh, Cablasto? 
Boy, I I don't want to make the assumption. I apologize <laughs> if I completely missed who this is from. <laughs> I completely missed. Google Transcribe is not helping. I can tell you that. <laughs> I apologize. Well, just in case. But <laughs> just in case. <laughs> just in case. That's right. <laughs> you can edit that out if you want. Normally, we wouldn't be so on the offensive <laughs> uh, for a just in case, but. If it, when it comes to Kevin Cablasso, you need a strong arm. Yeah, yeah. Next up, we're still rolling on here, John. Yeah. Are we even halfway through? Happy birthday to you. Oh my! Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. <laughs> Mr. Underscore. The commitment. Happy birthday <laughs> to you. Wow. wow. Like, Marilyn is herself. Else, like, is anybody else's hair on the back of their neck on end? Um, um, can you see my skin glistening, Dale? I feel like a, a salamander all of a sudden. <laughs> That was, of course, from our friend Jim Lind, co-host of the Lost Light podcast. And also, Jim and Barb. Jim and Barb work from home, working on his breathy, uh, breathless Mahoney impression. <laughs> Thanks, Jim. Jim's a good one. Good egg. Here we go. Hello, and thank you, uh, R. E. Hello and thank you in regards sundown. This is from uh, says love you. Thank you. Here we go. Knowing me, Kev. Knowing you, Bat and Spider. Kev, knowing me, knowing you. Aha. What? Aha. <laughs> guys, I'm still catching up with the Bat and Spider archive, and I have to say this is an amazing show. I want to thank you guys so much for being my guardian angels of garbage. <laughs> Yes. Uh, today I watched a movie I'm really shocked I heard about from you guys. Sundown colon the vampire in retreat. Mm-hmm. Title aside, I don't know. I mean, I agree it's way too long, but the humor really worked for me. It's a movie that I wouldn't have heard about if it hadn't been for you guys in your community. And I just wanted to say thanks for that. And I can't wait to find hundreds of other movies through you guys that I never would have known about. Yes. The real reason I'm calling in for the first time. I want to send a happy belated birthday to the great Chuck Forsman. I was already a fan before this hey. show. But wow. What a great podcaster you are. Um, we're all lucky to have you. We are. And Dale, you know what we have. <laughs> <laughs> happy birthday, pal. Thanks, guys. Keep it up. Great work, and I'll talk to you soon. Oh, wow. man. That was genuine. That was lovely. Wow. Who was that? That was a user Kev in the Discord. He's um, amazing. He's in the uh, VHS Village, seventy millimeter. He came over and he just loves, you know, garbage movies like That's us. Amazing, God, yeah. And we have a strong, awesome, infi- we, we have a strong affinity for uh, Alan Partridge. Anything Alan Partridge? We, oh, uh, is that what the joke was? Yeah. Chuck's pissed at me. No, no, sorry. I'm, gonna give, I'm gonna pissed give at myself That's because fine. I've only seen like one season and I, I've, it's like on, it's been on my forever list of, I gotta watch all that stuff because I, I like it. I like it. What I've seen, I okay. like it. That's okay. I love Chuck. it. Kevin Cablasso, not to be, 
underdone, undermined. <laughs> he probably waited till we hit record to send his. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Here we go. I'm not even going to pretend this isn't a birthday message for Dell. <laughs> says. See, I he makes me laugh, and I shouldn't it, feed him. You encourage him. it. We him. encourage it. What do we do? <laughs> Dell. Uh, Happy birthday, Dale. Fun. This is your old pal, Kevin Cablasso. Mm-hmm. Just wanted to say. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hope you had a great birthday. <laughs> Stop it. Uh. Uh. Every week. <laughs> Bring so many of us so much joy. Kevin, what? But I hope uh, you also received even an ounce of that amount of joy. I can't. I should cut this off. I should cut this off right now. Your birthday. Thanks and okay. Oh, uh, yeah. oh God, it's under our skin. Love you, Dale. <laughs> Is it still going? Yeah, it's still God going. Damn it! You hear that in the background? Yeah. Animal. Oh. <laughs> All right. Get off my phone lines. <laughs> God. Oh, if only we could hang up on people. I know. Oh. Boy, I'm exhausted after that. Huh? Wow. We're still. Are we? Are we done? Are we still going? We're done. Oh. Whew. We're well. done. Dale, happy birthday. That's so nice. You know, I love you. Thanks to all the listeners for showing our boy Dell some love. Sorry, Dale. <laughs> God. Oh man, Tim Hamilton. How about Tim Hamilton coming out? Wow, coming Wait, out top, punching a number one top. A whole routine, sound effects. God, I feel like I feel like, and I I don't mean to be so. Uh, I don't know what the word is, but I feel like I just need to steal that bit. Yeah. In order in order to like use it for, I it's, mean I apologize, but it's your humor. Like it's something yeah. I think you could hear his mouse clicking every time he hit the uh the laugh. <laughs> <laughs> That's a dig. That's a dig. <laughs> no, it was a it's Man. an appreciative uh note. Uh, crap. You gotta get Dale. quieter mouse to mouth. <laughs> Dale. What are we watching next week? Yeah. Are we watching something next week? Are we taking off? Are we off for the year? I'm not even going to put any thought into this. Yes. Um, we had... Uh, 
as my poetry teacher, Peter Money, would say, first thought, best thought. Okay, good. And... Oh, Jesus, what was it called? Hold on. I'm, I'm going to ruin everything if I don't... Knowing me, knowing you... You should edit out all of Kablasta's uh, pauses. Oh my God. Driving yes. nuts. <laughs> and pretend like none of that ever happened. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for that idea. I don't, I don't share those SOBs. <laughs> Just this morning, mm-hmm. a movie was brought to our attention thanks to our great, great friend and co host of 70mm, Protolexis. Oh, yes. And I said, you know what? Maybe we just go ahead and instead of watch listing it, we just go ahead and do it. Man, 1984, I have a feeling. Sorry. From 1984, The Initiation. You had a feeling. I I, I had a feeling. Uh, what, what, same thing. The same thought ran through my head, Dale, where I was like, man, I, I, I was thinking, oh, I wish it was my pick next week. I would just fucking pick this thing. Because it sounds, you know, it's our bread and butter. It sounds like a slasher from the 80s. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I I don't think I've heard of this. I love the title treatment with the, the flames over every eye. Yeah. Very clever. The movie posters, uh, you know, like a woman, but she's a candle. Mm-hmm. Kelly, a young woman, has been plagued by nightmares of a burning man her entire life. Upon entering college, she pledges a sorority that forces them to perform an initiation night prank. With several of her friends, she breaks into a store and unfortunately discovers that it is impossible to exit from the building after it is entered illegally. Trapped in a new nightmare, Kelly must fight for survival. Yeah, Hello. It's, yeah. It stars Daphne Zuniga, most famous for uh, playing the princess in Spaceballs. Yeah, Princess Vespa. So I'm excited yeah. because super crush on her totally. during that time. Uh, looks like this guy is on Tubi. Uh, Hoopla, if you got that through your local library. Um, yeah, and you can rent it anywhere else if you don't have access right. to those for some reason. But let's be honest, uh, Tubi. I mean, if you don't watch it on Tubi, then who are you? <laughs> yeah, if you don't know about Tubi and you listen to the show, then I'm, I don't know. Maybe you don't have an internet connection. Right. And that's maybe that's why you just go to the library and rent your movies. Yeah. Which is fine too. That's great. Dale, great pick. Oh, it's an uh ninety seven minutes. Perfect uh running time. Dale, happy birthday. Should we uh, end this? It's time. It's time. Fourteen voicemails and I had probably the most notes I've ever written for a movie because <laughs> I yeah, love it. Were, so you were going much. off. Rain me in. All right. And that's fine. Ending this recording.
Our theme song was created by Toby Forsman of Whipsong Music. Find out more at whipsongmusic.com. This, this, this is a Tape Deck Podcast. Mm-hmm.